Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Real Fan Opinions brought to you by Wash and Go. Hello and welcome back to Fan Park Live. I'm Terry Fluid from the Football Terrace. Arsenal 2, Watford and their lack of cojones <laughs> nil today. And Lacazette has come up trumps again. He may not get his name on the score sheet as things stand, but influential in both goals. One of the very best strikers in world football is flying now under Unai Emery. Arsenal and those green shoots of hope are appearing more and more. This must be a positive sign for Arsenal fans. I want to hear from you on 0203 6060315. Give us a call. Let us know your thoughts and feelings on, as I, as I say, this progression under your new manager in the new direction that you're going. I'm joined by my man Devo, resident Guna. Yep. How does it feel to get it? Was it your sixth win on the bounce yeah, in all competitions? Wins on the bounce. Yeah, is it six or, or six? Seven? Maybe seven. So maybe it's, seven. it's a lot of wins. I don't yeah. remember Arsenal winning this many games on the bounce in a long time. And you know the best part of it as well is that we haven't clicked fully yet. So we are literally finding our legs, but we are grinding out results. Yeah. And you know, once once Emery's, you can see week by week they're getting used to his his philosophy. They're getting used to the way he wants to play. Yeah. Once we do get that on board, hopefully you'll start to see the performances match the results. Uh, right now I couldn't give a damn we're winning at the end of the day that's it yeah. we're winning um, and long may that continue and, um, is the game finished now we still on is it still going it's still, it's, still, yeah. it's still just going on as we speak this will be two clean sheets on the bounce yes. in the league as well which, which is, is very important, important. So, and, and both goalies get to share that as well Leno coming <laughs> on and making his debut which is great uh, I still don't trust Leno fully uh, he's a bit flappy for me no, I mean look, um, the game as you mentioned the game Watford were in this Watford oh, yeah. have started the season well it's gone a mm. little bit off the boil but if you look at the breakdown of things Arsenal dominated the ball but with 60, nearly 64% mm. of it they've had 8 shots on goal 2 on target Watford for the 36% of the ball they have had they've had 13 attempts mm. 4 on target success probably with their best opportunity yeah. um, to That's make it 1-0 cool. they did yeah, and so there are still some areas in which that that Arsenal fans should feel concerned about and there's still some areas to critique and say could improve uh, where is it for you You, I think Emery's got people working hard now mm-hmm. there are people working hard for in, in, in an Arsenal shirt which I haven't seen for a while that's a good area of success mm. what's the next stage for you as an Arsenal fan that you want to see improve I think we need to get Ozil it doesn't work Ozil, Ramsey and Aubameyang they're out of position yep. so we're playing players out of position I think with the firepower we have we should be we should be well I mean we are scoring goals but we're not controlling games mm-hmm. I think that's where if we we can't play like this week in week out because teams will punish us you see Watford should have scored last week Everton could have been 3-0 up in the first half um, I think we need to start controlling games a little bit more and we need to be a little because even, even today we run out 2-0 winners it could have been completely different and yeah. we looked a bit nervous um, for a long period in the second half at the back we looked a bit nervous so I think 
these little things we need to tweak and that will come gradually as the players get used to his system Look, I, I couldn't agree more and I've, I've said from day one with Unai Emery coming in this is about Arsenal rebuilding mm. it was never going to be an overnight success this is very different from teams like say Chelsea that are used to having the recycling of managers with a squad of players that have won major trophies over the last five years I think for them they're already a step ahead and you know what in two years time at Chelsea there'll be another manager crisis there'll be another dip a new guy will come in and we'll see a resurgence again where I think Arsenal want to try and create something different maybe not a a 20-25 year tenure of of a manager but certainly someone that's there for five six seven years um which in the even in the mod even in the sort of the 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 sort of 90s era of football six to seven years was considered long term just our managers of of um our managers of um Wenger and us and 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 and, and Fergie very much broke the mold in there Mm. so I think we've got a first caller who do you say it is from the United oh, okay. States. We have, a, we have a caller from the United States who's going to now come on the air and give you a few opinions. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Yeah, my name is Ben. I'm calling from the United States. Okay, whereabouts in the States, Ben? Uh, New York. Fantastic. I'm going to New York next week. Okay. Yeah, um, just really, I was just listening, I'm just listening to your, your program that you are doing concerning about the Manchester and Mourinho and uh, the prayers and the board and etc. The whole issue that I just want to contribute is that we are in the world that these prayers, they want to go get their own way. They don't want to listen to the instructions. They don't want to listen to the corrections. Now, the point here is that Manchester has a good manager. But the prayer has to understand that they are paying for them, for them to perform well for the club, Mm-hmm. Not only for manager, they have to perform because they are paying for. So okay. all what the players are doing in the field is just is just a shameful that they are just trying to do. And then many people are backing these prayers more than the coach. <laughs> there is nothing that the coach can do because these boys, they already have the money and the contract can never be denied. So... They, they have their own way to perform. Whether they will perform, whether they will not perform, they don't care so because of the contract. Do you Look think at that, way back. Do you think that Jose should find back. them? Because of the money, listen, because of the money that they have, they don't want to listen to the coach. So he should find them. If they don't do what he wants, he should find them two weeks wages? Exactly. They have to <laughs> fire them or they stop paying them. <laughs> Listen, really appreciate your call. Thank you. I don't know we're going to take calls on Man United. I, I think there maybe it's a time delay. The, the, maybe yeah, maybe. The anger about Man United losing today has stemmed over into it. Yeah, let us have our moment. Show. We're winning right now. Interestingly on this, though, I think this applies to Unai Emery. Here's a quote. Read his quote. Yeah. If a coach has no control, he will, he will not last. You have to achieve a position of comprehensive control. Players must recognise that as the manager, you have this status. Before I came to United, I told myself I wasn't going to allow anyone to be stronger than I was. That is vital. Sir Alex Ferguson's... That's, that's the first point. of If you read Sir Alex Ferguson's blueprint on leadership, it's about that. And when I look at Unai Emery, I see a man who is starting to make Ozil work harder. He is starting to mould the team in his way. And what I like and what I see from the, the attitude of players... And what's going on at the club? The way, the way Arsenal is structuring itself again, and there has been a mm. restructure. They did it over the course of last year with directors of football, 
obviously Kroenke's uh, son coming in yeah. and, and, and doing bits and pieces but they are giving Unai Emery complete control over the, the squad and that mm. means he picks his team he picks his tactics they have to they want it to be a, sort of a progressive style of yeah. football but that's his tactics equally I would believe they're going to go after who they can afford but the manager yeah. gets to pick the players the manager will get to sell who he wants he gets to drop who he wants and if any of these players throw their toys out there Pram I think Arsenal Football Club will give Unai Emery the last say on how they are managed. And I think, going back to that quote from Sir Alex, that's what managers need, especially at elite level clubs, to be successful. Okay, yep, you don't get full control anymore. You don't run the boardroom. You don't run everything like Fergie mm. and, 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 and Arsene Wenger used to. But what you do need is complete 100% control over the goings-on of that squad, especially the discipline area. Because yeah. like that caller just alluded to with Man United, when you've got players that want to down tools and not work hard, if, if Unai Emery was allowed some of the Arsenal players to be as lazy as they were under Arsene Wenger you wouldn't be seeing these results today no. and I think you see that uh, as one of our earlier games um, one of the first two or three games where he subbed Ozil Ozil never got subbed under Wenger no matter what what was happening he never got subbed he subbed Ozil uh, and that for me was an indication saying right well if you're not going to do what I want I don't care who you are I'll, I'll drag you off and you saw it today in the game he pulled Ozil over at one point he had a, a long conversation with him telling mm. him what he wanted from him uh, and Ozil got, got back into the game a little bit more and you saw he got the goal um, so I think Emery is a bit more of a disciplinarian in that in that yeah. respect um, I think Wenger had his points where he was a bit of a disciplinarian it was all behind closed doors he would never do it in, in public he wouldn't have taken Ozil off just for you know the backlash that would come with that whereas Emery's like right this is how I want it this is what I've got to do. You guys have to buy into this or we're not going to progress. And I think that's the right yeah. way to be. Well, it was certainly, there's certainly what I've seen under... What I saw with Wenger, I think as he became older, I think mm. he just naturally became more laid back and lax. Mm. And, and that's, that's noticeable in all industries. And anyone mm. sitting here listening or watching, you know, if, you, if you work with you know, old, older people, they, they, they become a bit mm. like that. They lose that, 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 that same fight, that mm. same hunger. They become more mellow... Um, with age and I think that goes across all sports and, and, and all industries but the one thing that you've seen now under Unai Emery is people working harder and you're mm. fitter and stronger and I think an Arsenal team in the games you've mentioned earlier so struggling at times against Everton and also today against Watford they had their opportunities yeah. Arsenal under Wenger not only did they lack the heart and desire I saw today there's also a lack of fitness so scoring two goals in, once you get mm. near the 80th minutes I don't know if that would have been possible in a game as frantic as that but because the players are fitter and stronger now the mindset works yeah. longer and it, we get results we've got an Arsenal fan on the line that we're going to have a little chit chat with now hello hey. welcome to Fan Park Live what's your name? my name's Bryn Bryn? yeah hello yeah. Bryn. Doing, Bryn we understand you're a gooner is that right? I am a gooner indeed, yeah. Good, good. Good, man. What's your thoughts after another victory and another clean sheet for Arsenal today? I think I think Danny Welbeck and Iwobi changed the game when they come on, to be honest. Yeah. I thought they brought width into the game and I thought really they changed it up. I mean, Iwobi's crossed for the first goal. He was putting pressure down the wings and, yeah. I mean, he'd done his job, really. I'd agree with that. And I, mean, I think Iwobi... Sorry, mate. I think Iwobi has been great under Emery. I think he's looked confident he looks fresh he looks fit and I think in every game he's played generally he's looked he's looked very good this season yeah I think the first half they were they were putting a lot of pressure on us and majority of the second half they were putting pressure on us but I reckon last season under Wenger I reckon we'd have crumbled I reckon we might have lost that you know but I think Emery's got more discipline in the team I think he's got more 
he's got it more sorted and I just think we're playing better under him yeah. also be I think it's a mentality thing as well I think yeah. because the players know Emery's going to something I, I noticed uh, it was yeah obviously it's a Carabao Cup but I noticed Mkhitaryan was getting done on the, on the wings a lot and we was getting a lot of pressure on our, on our right back and he made that change he took uh, Smith Rowe off put Mkhitaryan in the middle and pulled Welbeck over to the right and gave that gave yeah. that back protection Wenger would have never done that uh, I, was a, I was a big fan of Wenger but tactical changes and making changes early in games is something he never did he just let it play out very true and I, I, do you know what I think as well a, the majority of Arsenal fans that, that are doing this deserve such um, respect as well because some of the changes I see Unai Emery make are would be considered like you just did mm. there more defensive is to protect people yeah. we're going to pull a star player off who's an attacker and we're going to change the system to ensure we get the results mm. needed there are other clubs in the Premier League namely mine <laughs> where if the manager makes a, a tactical decision that's considered defensive to stop his team from conceding there's all out raw, war, war. Mm. If, it's a, if, it's a, if it's a fan favourite that's pulled off i.e. an Ozil mm. in your situation Arsenal fans are saying no this is their manager we're going to respect him we're going to let him make the decisions and I think the board giving him that power and control and you as supporters being respectful and understanding that the manager deserves to be given that level of respect you're not questioning every move he's making every decision he's making you're backing him mm. that will feed into him you get that in the atmosphere at the stadium he will hear what's going yeah. on in the press yeah. I think Arsenal fans are playing a massive part in the rebuilding of their football club yeah I also yeah. think it's nice to have a sub made before the 67th minute so that's always nice <laughs> <laughs> very very good listen really appreciate your call Brent. enjoy your evening thanks buddy thank you I, I mean that and, mm. I, and I'm saying it sincerely I, I've sorry mate Cool. Let's get, we've got another Arsenal fan coming on the line. Let's get him on the air. I'm loving this. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? It's Sim Rechefe. My name's Sim Rechefe. How you doing? What do you want to say? I want to say that uh, we played really well today. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, how for you, the progression under Unai Emery is getting better. There's clean sheets. You're winning is it six or seven games on the bounce. You have won... What has been the biggest change that your new manager has injected into Arsenal Football Club? Um, I think it's the way uh, we play a different style. We do remember like we play high pressing, and the team like they want to win it more, and and also uh, we got our strikers have been they've been what they've been very good. Your strikers, I think Lacazette. Yeah, the man is firing again. He did and miss he, a sitter today, though. He but, did, yeah. he did. But again, yeah. it's you've got you've got to take that uh, that caller there for whatever reason he hung up. Bless yeah. him. You think he got a little nervous? <laughs> you know, we were talking about Wayne Gretzky yeah. earlier, legendary yeah. ice hockey player. He said you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't yeah. take. Yeah. And Lacazette, he's, he had that shot and he missed, but didn't stop him. Yeah. What well, again? A difference under Unai Emery. The players, their heads stay up. Yeah. The confidence remains. They don't shrink into their shells. You know why? Because the atmosphere in that stadium's different. Yeah. The atmosphere with the fans is different. It's. I remember watching football, like Sunday League football, and there's this lad that played up front, and he was a great striker. But when he missed a chance, all I ever used to shout to him from the side sidelines or on the pitch if I was playing was just keep your chin up, keep your chin up. He missed three or four sitters one game. And three or four people in the team were like screaming at him, calling him names. And I'm just like, no, just tell him he's going to score in a minute. Keep encouraging him. Tell him to keep your chin up. 
bang he scores yeah. and for me that's what Arsenal fans are doing wonderfully well this year they are encouraging Lacazette Aubameyang mm. Ozil as opposed to jumping straight on their backs and why because that toxic atmosphere has been removed precisely yeah I mean that that is a massive difference as well there's there's a lot of positivity around the club um, this this whole Ramsey situation does you know kind of feed a little bit of negativity into that but I think Ramsey played today he didn't play great um, but when he came off the fans clapped him and everything like that and I think that will make a difference for him because uh, there's a bit yeah. of question will people cheer him will they boo him because of this situation um, well look Ram- Ramsey's not doing anything wrong Ramsey is, he's got a market value yeah. and this is what he can get p- paid mm. elsewhere this is what he, he thinks his value is in the market Arsenal are making a decision that they're not going to pay that mm. amount of money I think one thing that hasn't changed mm. since Wenger, Wenger's gone is the, the with, with all due respect the lack of spending I don't know whether over a couple over, over the course maybe Arsenal are going to do a bit of a Liverpool maybe it's going to be moderate spending for two or three years whilst the squad and the ethos and the philosophy is being built and once things have really clicked into gear maybe then we'll go big and buy two or three superstars but I, I that's, mm. maybe not, not. Cronky. but what I, I would say to Arsenal fans is that look if, if if you play football as you did today and you increase this quality by say 15-20% you're in and around title races top fours doing well in cup competitions would that be enough for me this season if we got into top four I think it would be a, a great season um, I think no. um, I think we were miles behind last season um, if you look at the other teams if you look at, at Chelsea or you, you look at you know Liverpool and City who are clear but I think Chelsea and unfortunately I hate to say this Tottenham um, probably have a little bit more than we do to go the full season uh, and, and pick up those points um, we are, we've started off very well mm-hmm. we started off very very well can we keep this up throughout the whole season uh, we'll have to wait and see but I think come January we won't be bringing in many players I don't, anyone who thinks we could go out and spend money is deluded um, I think whereas Chelsea and Spurs will probably probably strengthen in, in some way we won't be able to do that so I think getting in the top four this season would be a great season for us don't dis- don't Great disregard season. that. Yeah, I think for first yeah. start, absolutely. Another Arsenal fan on the line. We're going to have a bit of a chit chat with now. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Yeah, my name is Mohamed Bakar. Hello, I'm Mohamed. Arsenal fan. You're good, What's on your mind? How are you feeling after another victory, another clean sheet, oh. and another great no. performance from Lacazette? Well, listen to me, yeah. I don't, I don't have to say much, yeah. Trust me, the happiness in me at the moment is just too much. You know, we got like uh, a manager that got a mindset of winning. Yeah. You know, changing the football. You know, and uh, doing it in the way that at least uh, it will uh, make the fan be happy. You know, because football is all about the fan, is it? You know. Like uh, the last season, we were like having too much of stress. Each time, you know, we football, we go to the stadium, we get we get humiliated for no good reason, you know. But with this new manager now, you can see has the potential of winning. All what he's doing there is to win, mm-hmm. you know. He has a plan B and plan A. When plan A fails, then plan B. They get these strong people in the bench, you know. Yeah. And you know what's really? so, so important about having a plan B? When you don't have a squad that's on par with... Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Manchester City with Barcelona, Bayern Munich. When you're not one of the elite four or five squads in the world, you need to have a different methodology to break teams down. If you're being, if, if there's a part of your your system that's being ripped open, as as mm. Devo mentioned earlier down the right hand side, you make a defensive or a structural change to counteract that. And Unai Emery does that wonderfully well. And I think with Arsenal's squad, with with the with with the players, um, and with the players that you have out there, I think it's very very important to um, to have a manager like that at yeah, Arsenal yeah. Football Club. Definitely, definitely. And I think as the caller before said. The introduction of Awobi and Welbeck changed the game. So we, we you know, we had when he when he took off a Bamiang, I was a bit like, Oh, this is one of the best strikers in the world. Surely just move him inside and, and bring someone but obviously that's why he's paid all the big bucks, he knows what he's doing. And and that change actually effectively won us the game. So um yeah, I'm I'm liking what Emery was doing. Uh when he when he was announced I wasn't you know, I wasn't best pleased. Um uh, you know, I think he's not the best defensive coach and I felt that's where he really needed to uh, improve. I'm still not 100% on Mustafi. I've got to say, I think he was poor today. Um, one player I do want to shout out is someone who I've given so much stick, and that's Xhaka. Xhaka was very good today. Only made one mistake, <laughs> but he was very good. His distribution was great. Mm. So I've got, to, you know, I've got to applaud him. I can't just always have a go at him when he plays well. I say he's played well. Absolutely. If somebody says here on AFTV, this is um, Jack Spade, who says, uh, "How how does anyone know uh, that we won't buy in January?" Um, is he in the board meetings? And look, I think that the uh, one thing... It's, it's plain to see. I mean, we can't afford to give Ramsey his, his money because Emery thinks that that money can be distributed elsewhere in recruitment. Um, reportedly, Ramsey's asking for 200000 So if we can't give Ramsey 200000 and we're looking to put that elsewhere, it means we're probably only going to sign someone if we sell Ramsey. We don't We don't have the well, money. Yeah, I, I We don't have that. the money of, of even Liverpool or, or City or Chelsea... Well, I think what he needs to do is mm. deliver that top four. If you get back in the top four to start when you're in Champions League, that's an extra £40, mm. £50 million pounds, yeah. pound per year. I'm sure that some of Arsenal's sponsorship deals are similar to that. By the way, thank you very much for your call. <coughs> I think some of the sponsorship deals that Arsenal have will be very similar to that of many mm. other elite teams where I remember reading about Man United's Adidas deal mm. and it was £700 million over mm. eight years or something but it was a case of if you were out of the Champions League for like two seasons on the bounce going into a third season there was a reduction of say 25-30% of that money yeah. per season so I think that the board are being are reluctant to go out and go big in case it doesn't pay off because you could spend lots of money mm. and then if your income drops dramatically that puts you into yeah. a difficult position but I, look, I still think Arsenal though when you go through that team you've got Aubameyang Lacazette Ozil oh, yeah. Mkhitaryan you know, Welbeck and Awobi mm. on the fringes yeah. of that. You have a good enough side, and do you know what? Go back and do it in a different way. Go out and, and buy, find the likes of you know. If you can over the next two years, if you can find three or four Torreras, yeah, I don't literally yeah. mean positions <laughs> like him, but p- people of yeah, that yeah. ilk that mm. can come in, and then the, the likes of the the, old, the, mm. the elder statesmen you've gone out and bought on, on cheap. There are other ways of doing yeah. it. You just need to have the right scouting system in place, which so you so. appear to have. 
Another Sorry. Arsenal fan coming through on the lines now. Remember the number is 0203 0315. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? He's gone. He's gone. He bottled it. He's that quick. Yeah, that's all he had to say. <laughs> I've actually had the first comment of the day on AFTV mm. saying DT got arrested. Jeez. Oh, oh, there well. we go. Oh, I'm sure that affected the result of the game. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm sure the players would have been there. <laughs> Another Arsenal fan coming through now. Another Arsenal fan on the way through. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Jim. Sorry, what's your name? Jim. 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 How you doing, Jim? How you doing? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I want to talk about... I think... You know what? I'm so happy with Ozil now because every game this season he's played, I can say he gave a 6 out of 10 performance. Not because he's played good necessarily, but he's given 100%. Every single game, I see him tracking back, putting in tackles. Emery has done something on him because he is working so hard now for the team. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because whenever you look at Ozil's, the amount of ground he covers per game, he's usually in the top five. He covers a lot of ground, but because of his style, he, he, he doesn't seem like he's doing much. But he does yeah, get I agree around the pitch. I agree with you because yeah. last season I remember um, I looked at it up defensively and it was getting like one point three tackles and interceptions throughout the whole of last season on the Premier League. Yeah. And then Welbeck, who people say he's hard working, worked hard and everything, he was only getting one tackle and interception per game. So it was a bit strange that Ozil. Had had more defensive up than someone like Welbeck. Yeah, do you know what it comes? To? I think the thing with stats are is one that they give you factual information. You also have to remember it depends. I don't understand how some some uh, stats are actually worded. Like you know, tackles per game yeah. as an example. I remember watching the game once and I saw, I think it was Mustafi like win the ball off somebody in what I would consider because I don't always a tackle for me isn't just a sliding tackle. I saw yeah. him win the ball back off somebody say six times and it said he only had two successful tackles so I'm like I don't even know what defines yeah. a successful tackle but on the Ozil thing no doubt about it the biggest issue that Ozil has is that he, he has in his history disappeared in major mm. games mm. but the problem mm. that then does it creates this, this need for confirmation bias from people so if you have an issue with Ozil you look for every mistake and example I always give I used to live with a guy um, a house share with some mates mm. and he hated Michael Carrick he wasn't even a Man United fan, but he hated Michael Carrick. And I was watching the game with him once, and it was actually Man United versus Arsenal. And we got to about 80 minutes in, and Carrick was having a really good game. The guy didn't mention Carrick once. And about the 82nd minute, United were about 2-0 up. Carrick mis misplaced a pass. And the guy was like, there you go. I told you how rubbish he <laughs> yeah. was. And he waited the whole game for that one mistake yeah. to focus. And I think Ozil is... Is, is subjected to that people look for the two or three errors in a game and that's all they focus on rather than looking at the entirety yeah. of the picture so I do think he's very unfortunate in that in, in that way yeah I think another thing which Emery's changed like he's not scared to take people off like he took Aubameyang off at the 75th yeah. minute he does like with Wenger you could before the game started you could tell which three people were going to come off he would yeah. usually take off the striker the centre mid and one of the wingers, you could just tell, you know what he's gonna do. Yeah. With Emery, he you take he's like he reacts to situations in the game. So if West Ham, just say let's for example, West Ham are dominating us down the flanks, you'll put on someone who works harder, like a Welbeck. And that's what I like about Emery as well, proactive. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. He is, 100%. mate. Appreciate that call, mate. Thank you very, very much. And look, all these positive things you're saying are very early mm. stages. Yeah. This for me is a a 24 month project. 
he's six or seven weeks into this mm. and there's already there's great moments and all I keep saying I've said it from the start of the season to Arsenal fans is I implore them if you have a few sticky moments stay with the stay manager with yeah. don't suddenly you know if there's a little bit of a mob gathering oh I don't like it don't join that mob mm. rule because mob rule is very addictive and yeah. I, we see that happening at the moment on, 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 with a particular club in England people are jumping on the bandwagon and they, there is there is a sense of and Arsenal fans will remember what it was like when Wenger was there once you joined that mob rule and you got on the Wenger out brigade and you, you took out all your frustrations, you know as well as I do that you're actually taking out your frustrations, whether it be from your relationship, whether it's a hard week at work, whether it's from, uh, you know, whatever's going on in your life, you use football as a way to channel that aggression and that anger out. And I think actually it makes you feel better in the short term, so you become a little bit addicted to it. But I think for your club to become successful again, which will, should give you joy. You know, I, I, I was saying earlier, I'm suffering from I was suffering from football depression. <laughs> I'm actually suffering from sport depression at the minute. Like in major finals, like people I want to win, Serena Williams loses. Boxing last night, George Groves gets banged out. My football club can't win a game. Like at the moment, <laughs> there's everything. Even in my fa- even in one of my favourite TV shows. <laughs> My favourite character got killed. And I'm like, what's going on? Mick Carter's gone to prison in EastEnders. It's all falling apart in my life, but I'm, I'm not I'm not going to allow myself to fall down that slippery road of yeah. ranting and going crazy because it actually doesn't help anyone. We've got another Arsenal fan to speak to. We're going to get him on the air. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? It's Will. Hello, Will. How are you, how you doing, doing mate? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm very, very well, thank you. What's on your mind after another fantastic mm. victory? For Arsenal. Yeah, it's all good. I just think um, it was interesting what you said about Ozil, um, players that um, maybe if he goes missing in games, etc. But I think people don't really cut him a lot of slack because in certain situations, if there's top players in top teams like, say, City, and one of their playmakers doesn't have a good game, I feel like the rest of their team is able to dig them out. And it's, it won't. It, it's, it's not really noticed as much. But with Arsenal... Ozil is a top player but in in games where he's maybe not performing and people know what his game is based on it's more so passing with runners etc so in a situation where our players aren't deciding to run because in certain games we don't really play our, our, like, our wide men don't get forward etc or make the right runs he's going to be essentially um, like trapped and he won't be able to play his game so it's not necessarily him going missing it's our other players not being able to dig Ozil out and give him a chance to show what he can do he's not going to dribble past anyone he's not big enough he's not strong enough he's not quick enough to do that mm. but the uh, game that he does rely on is with runners and with I players doing what they're supposed to do in a system that suits him yeah. and we I, just haven't had that I guess know, I, I agree with that like, I'll be critical of Ozil when he doesn't do his individual job mm. in games but I think a lot of football fans forget that they are watching football and it's not tennis or boxing or UFC where it's, a sing- where it's a singular sport. You know, if a boxer goes in, messes up, makes mistakes and gets sparked out cold, that's yeah. it. That, that, that is his yeah. fault. In football, as you say, sometimes it's the runners, sometimes it's the people finish- finishing. I remember, um, take it away from Arsenal to give it some context, Paul Pogba's first season at United, I think he had like three or four assists. But sure, there, yeah. there was something like 15 chances oh, Ab- Abrahamovic missed yeah chances, Abrahamovic yeah. must have missed about 8 and another player yeah. did like sitters that Pogba set up so statistically yeah. he looked really mm. poor but it was because his teammates weren't finishing what he was creating so people exactly, yeah. and, and exactly. Ozil does suffer with that I, I think the issue that we have and I still think I say an issue English English watching football fans like hard work 
Players like Ola right, exactly. and, and Berbatov. They're not racist. They're not racist at Matt, all. Matt Letizia's and people mm. that don't run around like workhorses. Sometimes yeah. they don't get the same mm. unless your team's winning. So Eric Cantona exactly. at Manchester United, if he was, if Cantona played the way he did, but but in a much worse United team in say the eighties, I don't think yeah. now. Yeah, or now yeah. he may not be regarded in the same way because he wasn't, as you say, he didn't sprint around. He mm. wasn't that kind True. of. He, maybe I'm not slagging yeah. Cantona off. <laughs> I think that if Ozil was playing in the 1998 Arsenal team or the Invincibles team, mm. I think he'd be regarded as a as a maverick and a hero every day of the week. Yeah, true. Yeah, I agree with that point. But even if you look at Ozil's stats, uh, the good one was the World Cup, where he took a lot of stick uh, for the World Cup, but he created more chances in that tournament than any other player. And exactly, and it was the same like the same what, in that season when Giroud missed so many chances for us. Yeah. as well yeah. and he created so many put balls on a plate for him to finish and he didn't break the assist record yeah. and because the stat lovers didn't see all of the assists chalked up they still assume that he's not one of the yeah. best creators in the game which yeah. I think is false but yeah, yeah. It is. but I, I agree with what you're saying I think this season and under Emery we will see a lot more um, a, lot, a lot more good games from Ozil because I think once we get used to the system, the movement that he has around him and the likes of a yeah. player, like I said, and the key Mkhitaryan. is dropping Ramsey. Ramsey needs to be dropped. I think the because two of them Ozil needs to play in the, the centre. Ramsey yeah. cannot play with Ozil in this system. Well, it will not work. January, they we'll need to drop that, him. We'll have that answer. Yeah, he might. Yeah, you probably got him, January. <laughs> Listen, yeah. appreciate that call, mate. Very well put. Thank you. But he does raise a good point. I don't. I don't think mm. in this system Ozil and Ramsey can coexist. At the moment, he's trying to squeeze them in there together. I think sooner or later Ramsey's going to be phased out, which is a shame because we have to. You know, we have to remember everything that Ozil's done for uh, sorry, Ramsey's done for Arsenal. He's he's been a very good player yeah. for us. He scored more goals from midfield than any other Arsenal player. Um, two FA Cup winning goals. He's but equally, been, yeah. you have to. Do you know what? Again, you can. Always, I always draw comparisons from my club. By the way, everyone, I've got a bet right that's going on. Okay, through uh, on Betball today, and I I put a bet on West Ham to beat Man United, Arsenal to beat Watford, Wolves to beat Southampton, City to beat Brighton, Spurs to beat Huddersfield. I put a ten pound bet on. I will win five hundred pound if Liverpool beat Chelsea. Should I cash out for hundred and fifty five pounds now, or should I see it through? I want you to leave your comments below and let me know what you think. See what I should do. And remember, yeah. if you do put bets on, you make sure you're over at the age of eighteen yeah. and you bet responsibly. Bet responsibly. But that's it. always, but I can afford to lose ten pound. It's not going to change my life, but I'm tempted. But we will yeah. see. But look, you're right. What you can't do is. Let nostalgia take over. No, no. And, no. and I saw that a little bit. No, I didn't see that with Man United. It's about reinvesting as well. The likes of Skulls and Giggs, I put them to paramount examples. Although they were still effective in their in their mid to late thirties, they should have been put out to pasture and new players bloodied through well before then. I think we let Rio and Vidic go on too long yeah. at the club before bringing in somebody. Mm-hmm. To, to replace them and I think that's what you don't want to do with Ramsey he's still effective now but if you bring somebody in to replace him now it, it's better than paying loads of money and then he, mm. like, like Man United did with Rooney they, they give him a new contract and then yeah, he faded was, was but he was stuck on a big contract yeah. but it was like you never quite know with certain players when they're going to fade mm. away final call of the day we're going to put on now remember we are back at 5.30 uh, after the 5.30 game between Chelsea and <laughs> hello welcome to Fan Park Live what's your name hello Hello, what's your name, mate? My name is Manuel. Hello, Manuel. mate. You a gooner? Emmanuel. Emmanuel, yes. Are you a gooner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. What do you want Don't to say, know. my friend? Final call of the night. Make it a good one. Yeah, 
I just I just wanted to talk about uh, Rob Holden. I think he's gradually becoming one of the best defenders. I think he's going to push Mustafi out soon. And uh, I think Torreira needs to be talked to about um, the yellow cards. It's getting too ma- too many because we might need him when we're meeting the big clubs and on that time he could be on yellow cards and wouldn't play. So he needs to be spoken to. And besides that, I think Obama Young Obama Young is very good when playing alongside Mkhitaryan because I watched some clips when they were in Dortmund and they were very good together. I think that's all I've got to say. Mate, appreciate that. Thank you very, very much. Rob Holden, I I really like Rob Holden and it was a bit of a strange one on on the Wenger because he seemed to put him in and he never really let us down. Remember, he was a very young defender coming in from Bolton League One. Uh, He never really let us down. I don't think he had the right person next to him to bring him through. But now he, every time he plays, he seems assured. He seems like he's getting, you know, he's getting a bit of form together. And I think gradually he will be first choice for us, um, possibly alongside Mustafi. I'm not Mustafi's biggest fan. I think he's a bit too rash to be a mm. centre back. He, he makes some decisions and he just don't understand what's going on in his brain. Um, but Holden, I think, is a very good centre back, and I think he will come through. Uh, the second point he made about Torreira, that's his game. We know what he's about. He will pick up yellow cards because that's just, yeah. that's j- his job in the what middle he, of the park. Does, to put yeah, his foot in. yeah, yeah, of course. Maybe he needs to work on his timing, but that will come. Uh, he's just getting used to the pace, pace of the game. And um, I can't remember the last point he made there. But uh, Abamyang, Abamyang, Mkhitaryan. I think Abamyang is not a winger. He's being fit in there. I would like to see Abamyang and Lacazette together uh, up front. But You've got to work out a system that the system that Emery course. plays doesn't yeah. suit that. No. So. But uh, maybe, maybe, one, on maybe if you want to raise some funds, maybe one of them goes. It's, no way. Uh, it's <laughs> no way. We've got two of the best strikers in the league. Uh, you never know. Listen, thank you all for tuning in. As yeah. always, please smash that like button, whichever platform you are watching on. Really appreciate you tuning in. After uh, Chelsea versus Liverpool, we will be back live on the air on the UFF channel, my channel, the Football Terrace, 100% Chelsea as well. So make sure you are tuning in. Uh, and I've got a football banter show football as well. We've got a football banter yeah, show as well. So tune into one of those platforms or via the UFF app, which is available in the description below. Take care of yourselves. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye bye. Real fan opinions brought to you by Wash and Go. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.